Welcome to the second installment of Absolute Screamers. Marav's not here this week, so I was tasked with doing the intro, and I already know he's done it better than me. I am here with my co-hosts, Dean. What's up? And the one, the only, Gabe Baltera. How are you? How's it going, guys? Hopefully you guys liked the picture last week on At1306FC of the meaty French forehead of Gabe Giroux. Uh, that one got really no feedback, which is probably for the better, because it was horrendous! But <laughs> this week we have... Some- Dude, Andrew, hold on, before we get... <laughs> Andrew, who, who taught you to Photoshop? Jerry Gamble? Got him. <laughs> Uh, dude, I didn't even pho- <laughs> I didn't even Photoshop it. I just used a shitty background eraser and like PixArt on my phone. I didn't even put <laughs> ten minutes of effort into that, and it showed because it was awful. <laughs> a for effort. You did. It's still it's still a no, decent job. It's not a yeah. A for effort. I didn't even try. <laughs> okay. A for effortless. Uh. A for effortless. <laughs> okay. Um. We all have pieces of news, and then there's a trivia segment, which I'm actually very proud of. I did this myself. And then we're all going to nominate an absolute screamer of the week, and we're going to put it up on the Instagram at 1306FC, and y'all's going to vote for it because we love hearing your feedback. We love hearing your suggestions. And if you have any suggestions, feel free to comment under anything. Uh, we have a bunch of clips up. So does anyone want to share that piece of news first? Sure. So today was reported today from uh, Sports Split that Leroy Sané's move from Manchester City to Bayern Munich is done, and it's supposed to be five years under 50 mil euros. And he was actually um, valued to go uh, to be sold for 80 mil, so I think it is an absolute steal for Bayern. Uh, the left side is going to be scary with uh, Alfonso Davies and now Leroy Sané. For me personally, seeing that trade, like. I wasn't surprised. I knew I knew Sané was going to go to Bayern for a couple months now. I don't know about you. This was like two and, years in the making. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. He was about to go last year, and then he just kind of didn't. Well, I think, you know, I think one of the biggest things that really pushed him to really go to Bayern, especially now, is because of what's happening in Man City um, with UEFA and all that. So I think, like, I mean, he, he wants to play in the Champions League. Like, you know, that, that's, that's, like, that's the spot. Like, he, he wants to play on a high-class team, not the team that's having a lot of issues. So I kind of see, like, one of the big points of why he wants to leave. Not only does he want to play in the Champions League, he wants to play at all. He hasn't been getting minutes. <laughs> he hasn't been getting minutes yeah. at Man City. He's not going to pass Raheem Sterling or, like, Bernardo Silva. It's not that he's bad. He just doesn't fit into that system. And going to, yeah. uh, what's it, Bayern? I mean, it was always going to happen at some point, right? It, we were all sure. It's, it's been the making, like you said, Dean, for years. And, yeah, their freaking front line is going to be cracked. Freaking Leroy Sané, uh, Lewandowski, Serge Gnabry. Yo, like... <laughs> Why do they need to make everything better? There, there's no need. But cause it's because Bayern is one of the most well-ran clubs in the history of Europe and in today. Yeah, they've won eight straight freaking Bundesliga titles. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good move for Bayern. Good for Leroy Sané because he's out of Man City, which he's he's needed to be ever since he's got there. Just yeah, good for him. And I'm really terrified as a Dortmund fan to see what happens next. <laughs> to be completely honest, I, oh, yeah. I really don't. Sorry, like Andrew. <laughs> I don't like this at all, actually. But it's fine. I'm not sorry. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, I just I think it's it's 
I mean, it's a good move for him. I think he's making the right decision going to Bayern. Yeah, there's been a lot going on with Bayern. There's a Kowasi from PSG, I believe, the 18-year-old. There's Sané. Bayern's been making a little bit of early noise in the uh, transfer window. Yeah, they also have freaking Alfonso Davies, man. Have my babies, Alfonso Davies. The man, I wish he was American. He is almost American, but he's not. That makes me really upset. We could really use a guy like him in our ranks. But you Dude, know what? could you imagine? Could you imagine if he was American? Imagine Just... him with Wes McKinney, Weston McKinney, Sergio Sergio Dest, all those guys. Chrissy Poo Poo? America, I mean, granted, who? Chrissy Poo Poo, Christian Pulisic, Chrissy Poo Poo. Christian Pulisic, the American dream himself, Reyna. Yeah. I wish Jonathan David was I mean... American. We need a striker. Jonathan David was born in Brooklyn. He could be on the American team, but he's not. If you guys don't know who he is, he's this kid for Ghent uh, in Belgium. And Belgium. he's been linked with like a lot of really big clubs. I'm surprised nothing's actually come out. Well, the, the window isn't actually open yet, so I'm not actually that surprised. Uh, Jonathan David is going to be in one of the top five European leagues next year. I'm not quite sure which, but I think he's he's either 19 or 20. And he's on the Canadian national team. And he was born in Brooklyn, so why can't he be American? Who do we have up top? Freaking Josie Altidore? Nah. Dude, uh, we can't put we can't play him anymore. We can't play him anymore. Are you kidding me? He's so old. Do you remember that freaking goal I mean, or that not goal? The thing he missed in that game against Mexico in the uh, oh I don't remember what game it was, but it was like last year, and I wanted to throw my chair at the TV, and the chair I was sitting on was a couch. I was that mad. Like I was <laughs> just oh Josie Altidore. It makes me so upset that he is on the American national team. Where we're gonna have a WWE chair, uh, chairs, couch match with your TV. Yeah, my bad. I just got done. I just got done filming 1306 Live, so I'm still in the wrestling state of mind. I want to destroy. I want a freaking DDT, Josie Altador. I remember that. Yeah, I think he had a like a breakaway, and then he missed an yeah. open net. I was no, so I I pissed that. off. That that drew the line where I was like, I'm done with this guy. He's overrated. I'm just, I can't watch him. Wasn't he on Spurs for a minute? Am I mistaken? I'm not sure. I don't know. Either way, he's on the American national team. Gabe, do you want to, or does anyone else have anything to say about Bayern, uh, Leroy Sané, anything like that? No, I'm all good. I'm all, all right, good. What's your piece of news that you, that you brought to share? So, my piece of news for this week is I... I'm gonna. Put, I mean, this this has totally shaken me. But the youngster, the left back for Real Madrid. I got. I, I can't remember his name. Hakimi. Hakimi. Yeah. You know, there's sources saying he's gonna go to Inter. Now, as a Madrid fan, he he's young. He's like, um, you know, he's on the younger side. So I kind of see why they would they would trade him. But he's also gotten better over the years. He's only been there for a couple years. And our left back is Marcelo and Carvajal, who are not on the younger side. And we need someone like him to kind of stay around just in case. Just in case. (laughs) But Madrid, I guess, doesn't think so and are planning on trading him to Inter Milan, which I'm kind of mad at. (laughs) This was my piece of news, too. Kind of unprecedented stuff. In a surprising turn of events, yes, Inter Milan have won the bid for Akraf Hakimi, paying 40 million euros, just about $45 million, for his services. And he's now bolstered the midfield for Milan. It's It's like a done deal, I think. It's crazy. It is a done deal. Yeah, today it was just finally said to be a done deal. Yes. So... 
Do you want to talk about it on the Madrid aspect first? Let's talk about it from Madrid's perspective and like what the hell we're. Yeah, doing. I mean, he he is good. Like, is is he that good? Am I am I no, wrong? Is there am I am I missing I mean, something? Very rarely <laughs> is somebody bad and then they get paid forty million euros. So no, he's pretty good. He's got a huge, a bright future. Exactly. So I was like, okay, so what what is what like what does Madrid do? <laughs> like, why why are you selling someone that can not only help us? But is like also a young talent. Like he's a young prospect. He's not like he's like you know reaching thirty. Like what are you doing, man? And I was gonna say to you, it could be worse. It could be Barcelona getting <laughs> Pjanic and giving yeah. away Arthur to Juventus. That is true. Hold yeah. On. Wait. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know we're not talking about that, but let's talk about that. What the fuck? Like what? <laughs> First of all, Barca's board is ridiculous. <laughs> Instead of investing in younger talent and like preparing them for the future, you just give them right away. Just give them away to Juventus. Juve got the better end of that deal, in my opinion, over Pjanic, who's aging and pretty much out of his prime. Completely. Do you know yeah. what I think happened? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Can I tell you what I think happened? The board yeah, of Barcelona was playing FIFA Ultimate Team. And they saw that Arthur was only 84 rated. And then they were like, oh, what's another center mid? And they were like, oh my god, dude, Pjanic is 86? No, let's sign him up. Sign him up. Get Arthur out of here. And that's what they did. And they really wanted him out. So they, because it was, oh, it was but, something but stupid. But why? But why? It was so stupid. I feel like they are trying too hard to win now, which I don't think is going to work. Yeah, it's not like... Like, but that doesn't make any sense. It's not even like Pjanic is a massive upgrade over Arthur. Like, as I said, he's only two FIFA ratings higher. And that doesn't actually matter in the real world. But, like, they, they have pretty much the same play style. And, I mean, Arthur's just younger, so what's going to happen is he's going to improve on accident and then things get worse. Like, no. He's 23, then Juve just caught a steal. Dude, wait, hold on. Could you, hold on, sorry, no, sorry to interrupt you, Andrew, here. But this this thought just popped in my head. Could you imagine if people, like, traded players, like, through, like, because of FIFA card? <laughs> just, just, I'm just, <laughs> like, could you imagine if that was a thing? Like, oh, yeah, screw, we, we gotta sell him. He's not, like, 80 pace. We gotta get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get someone, get someone that's 90 pace. That would really screw over all of, like, the young stars in the game. Like, Erling Haaland is only 80 rated on FIFA, but he's objectively one of the best strikers in the world. But, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll take, like, oh, who, who's, like, an 81 that's really not even that good? Like, he's not that much higher higher than like Andy Carroll so be like oh this isn't even that much of a trade-off like yeah like <laughs> freaking Dorman's there just like oh I think we want Andy Carroll instead of Erlen Holland <laughs> it's like why would you want that it's like I don't know I mean Carroll's got experience and they're similar in FIFA stats like it's fine have you seen Andy exactly. Carroll's heading the guy's a monster which in fairness is true a couple years ago I had an inform Andy Carroll card you would stick him up top I would like sub him in sometimes on corners the dude was unstoppable in the air Oh my god, are you kidding me? Dude, he was, he was OP in the air, dude, bro. Was he was OP. It was a free goal. It, oh, dude. And he was so, like, cheap, too. It was a mm, steal. Dude, that reminds me of uh, FIFA 2016, I think. Uh, a Bumiang. Dude, pace. Uh, like, just, it was unreal. Every single time. I would just ping a ball and I'd just send a Bumiang and he'd be there every single time. Every single time. That was the year that they nerfed pace, too. And Aubameyang was yeah. still just, like, ridiculous. <sighs> he was the meta player. Yeah, bro. It, it was every single time, no matter what defense I was playing against, he was always so much faster than everyone else. 
it was it was it was OP, bro. It was, it was it was crazy. It was just crazy. I remember having like one of his cards. He had like a 98, 99 pace, and just running, <laughs> just running in with him was like a field day. It was like he was <laughs> on track and field. I was like, oh my god, this guy's on crack. Like this guy could outrun the whole stadium if he wants to. It's a good thing that they Dude, was... they put price caps on because if they hadn't, those Aubameyang cards would have been just ridiculous. They would have been insane. It would be unfair, honestly. Like it'd just be unfair. You'd, you'd have a Aubameyang and you would just like automatically have a better chance of winning. Facts. Let's get back to talking about actual <laughs> real world. Yeah, yeah, alright. Enough, enough of the FIFA talk. Let's get back into the real soccer stuff. Yes. Yeah. Hakimi to Inter Milan. Let's, we've, we've, we've kind of talked about it from Real Madrid's perspective as in what the genuine hell are they doing. But, yeah. there's a cup because obviously this is my note too. This is a ridiculously good deal for Inter Milan. They just signed him up to a five-year contract, and he is going to be put in since uh, Antonio Conte, the manager, loves to play a three in the back. So Hakimi will most likely be taking over Antonio Candreva's spot on the right wing back position, which is the upgrade of upgrades at this point. Not only is Candreva a little bit on the older side, uh, Hakimi is just better. He is one of the fastest players in the world at this point. Not the fastest, but he is ridiculously fast. And he's pretty much got, because they play it, um, I believe Inter under Conte likes to play a 3-5-2, and that gives Hakimi that entire right side, because they play two strikers at the top, and like he can just blister down the wing, put one into Lukaku, which hopefully he gets a good enough first touch, which he never does, but look, it's fine. Hakimi on Inter Milan's right wing is going to be a difference maker. It is going to bring Inter to another level. And you know what? I think they lose to Juve in next year's Serie A title race because that's what happens. I see that, yeah. Go ahead, Dean. You're a, I mean, Gabriel, uh, Andrew, you're a huge uh, Inter Milan fan, right? I mean, how do you feel about it from an Inter perspective? As a, as a fan, I know you're pretty stoked about it. I was really sad to see Hakimi leaving Dortmund, but for him to go from my German team to my Italian team, I look, I can't complain. And that's pretty big. Yes, that's the. And again. Like I said, the dude is going to be a hell of a difference maker on the right wing. And even for a neutral, that's fun. But for someone that likes Inter, that's even more fun. I'm so looking forward to it, man. It, it can't happen sooner. That next season, with Hakimi on the wing. Another ridiculous thing that Inter Milan want to do. So apparently, Manchester City... I don't know if you guys have heard this rumor, but this is <laughs> ridiculous. Manchester City have their eye on one of our center backs, Milan Skriniar, and... Yeah, I've heard about... I've heard that. I've heard the rumors. Wait, wait. (laughs) There's more to this. (laughs) They want Skriniar. Inter, apparently, in return, they don't want money. No, they want Sergio Aguero. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, I heard about that. I heard about that. Oh, my God. Apparently, Man City are not too upset about this. They'd be willing to let Aguero go to get Gabriel Jesus four minutes. Because, you know what? It doesn't have to make sense. I don't make decisions. But, look, it's not, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. From Man City's perspective, that is one of, and apparently the fans are outraged, that is one of the worst moves you can make. 
I get that Aguero is getting a little bit older, but he's not dead. He's better than Gabriel Jesus. Why? Why would you do this? Aubrey. I can't even... Like, they, they don't like, even... Just, just the thought of that blows my I mind. Can't even pro I can't even process that correctly. I'm, all I could just think of is if it happens somehow, robbery. All I'm saying, from that a is. Liverpool, from it's a crazy. League fans perspective, this is fantastic. Get him out of here. Get him gone. <laughs> from an Inter Milan fans perspective, fantastic. Get him over here. Dude, I mean, for you, Andrew, for you, this can get... It, you, it's a win-win. Yeah. But, like, for Man City, like, how do you mess that up? Like, you, you can't... Like, this is, like, this, this there must be no thought process into going on. Like, what's going on? Like, how? What? What? Like, what is the rationale behind this? Like, if this were to happen, I would, I don't even know what I would do. I don't even, I can't even, like. If that happens, Andrew's going to be doing a spinner rooney. <laughs> Aguero is 32, right? But that's not old to the point where we got to get him out of here. We got to, we got, like, no. 32 is a fine age. Like, he's still going to be really, really good. That's, that's okay. Okay, that's totally, 32 is yeah. fine. 32 is like, that's like a prime time age where like, you're just in the middle. Yes. You're like, you're, you're not going to get any, I mean, you could get better, but you're not going to get, I mean, you could get worse, but like, you're, you're defined as a player. Like he is defined on Man City. Yeah. Like that is perfect. Like why would you want Jesus getting more minutes when Aguero is, he has 16 goals in the league. What, what is there to upgrade? I, I don't get it. Even if it doesn't go through. That way, we still keep uh, Milan Skriniar, who is quietly one of the better one of the better center backs in Serie A. Again, not the best, but he's definitely solid. So either way, it's a win-win. We already have Hakimi, and also this would also be good because more than likely Lautaro Martinez is on his way out, which does suck. But that's another like 111 million euros in our bank because that's his that's his that's his release clause, and Inter don't actually. Actually want he's to gonna sell. get a. He has a lot of value. The dude's a prodigy. He's actually going to be ridiculous. Like, can you imagine him and Messi in the same squad? They're both Argentinian, so they've already played with each other. I believe Lautaro was in the World Cup uh, a couple years ago. It wasn't last year, but it's done. If Lautaro signs for Ray or uh, if he signs for Barcelona, bro, it's over. It's finished. It's fine though. I was thinking like maybe Inter would maybe just seriously challenge Sebastiano Esposito. Uh, he's a 17-year-old who has one goal and five appearances for the club. He's a striker. But it doesn't really look like that's actually going to happen because they've also been linked to Andrea Bellotti from Torino. But I'll take Aguero over Bellotti any day of the week, honestly. Dude, I was just looking I was just looking uh, a couple of stats here. Um, Jesus is 23. I'm just. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 23. Somewhat of experience. You're gonna. Ki you're gonna kick one of the best strikers in the world out to put to gamble that a 23 year old is gonna do the job. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's all I'm saying. That's. I mean. That's wrong. That's not the correct one. You. You gotta pick a different thing. That's just all I'm saying. I also want to talk a little bit about how Syria is quietly one of the toughest leagues in the world. Exactly. It's full of, like, low-key beasts, yes. right? And I thought of this because tomorrow, or um, this is going to come out on Wednesday, so today, if you're listening, uh, in fact, the game probably already happened, Inter are going to play against Brescia. Brescia has this dude, I think he's, he's like, 20, 21? 
His name is Sandro Tanali, and he has drawn comparisons to a young Andrea Pirlo. Uh, if you've ever seen the oh, his play style, he's a CDM. He's ridiculously comfortable on the ball. Uh, just a beast when it comes to pretty much everything. I would recommend taking a look at this game if you... I mean, I, it's probably over again by the time anyone's listening to this. But just look up Sandro Tanali. Another guy who is insane. He plays for Bologna, and his name is Ricardo Orsolini. On 1306FC, I recently posted this video. It was like this dumb, like, two-second kind of meme of this guy doing this ridiculous skill and, like, knocking someone out. It had, like, the, the Fortnite death noise, and it was like, whoa, he's like, fell. That was Ricardo Orsolini when he played for a Serie B squad, I believe, back in 2016. And he's actually now on the Italian national team. Oh, wow. snap. He is one of the most underrated skillers in the entire world. I urge you to go onto YouTube and look up Ricardo Orsolini's skills. The guy is has the trickiest feet, and you you wouldn't know it. He's like tw- I think he's like 23, 24. He's like he's already been number seven. I mean, Bologna isn't a massive club, but I can see him. I I don't know. Maybe he'll move on. He'll if he doesn't move on from Bologna, he'll be one of the biggest could have beens in Serie A history to be. Completely honest, the guy is genuinely ridiculous on the ball. Like, I mean, he's so much fun, dude. You have to be like really good, like like seriously skilled with your feet if you're gonna get, get compared to Andrea Pirlo. Like seriously, like that's like yeah. that's not a comparison you like you hear often. Like that it's is not, like that's got to be serious. It's not right every there. day that you hear stuff. Right. Yeah, they have they have similar play styles. Like he's not only good passing wise, dribbling. He's a rocket CDM. Sandro Tonali. Um, I mean Ricardo Orsolini is more of a messy type player without being the best of all time. But <laughs> Sandro Tonali is very exciting. He's going to move on from Brescia at some point. He's going to. There's already a lot of stuff. He's getting a little bit more uh, traction now. A little bit more interest generated from Italian sides. I wouldn't be surprised if he made his way to maybe an Everton. I think he would fit well. He would fit well in any team he goes to, to be completely honest. His play style is get the ball and pass it. And he's very good at getting the ball and passing it. And he's just good defensively. The guy can play center back, center mid, CDM. I I can see Sandro Tonali being a pretty big name one of these days. Maybe not this year. Maybe not even next year. But but in two years' time, you everybody will know the name Sandro Tonali. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it right now. You heard it here first. Yes, you heard it straight from Andrew, Andrew Gabriel. Gabriel. <laughs> Take notes. Jot this down. <laughs> but yes, is there anything else? I we're, We finished the news earlier than I thought we would. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? I mean, yeah. So for me, speaking from La Liga side, today, and I know this is, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably yesterday, but Barca played and tied, which is Huge, because not just because I'm a Real Madrid fan, but they tied to Atletico Madrid, and we, I mean, it, it seems like they're just falling apart. They, it, it was just, it, it blew my mind, because, I mean, usually, you know, Barca and Atleti, like, two very equal teams, and it could have been, it could have gone either way, but this should have been a game that Barca really stepped on the gas, and was like, hey, we need to get some points, we're behind Madrid by three points, 
like Madrid is now sitting up there at 71 points. Like, you know, it, it, it just it kind of like seemed like they're lacking. And I was watching a little bit of the game and it didn't seem like the old Barca that, that I have seen that like are threatening to other teams and are, you know, always on the move. This seemed to be more of a calm down sort of laid back team. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because we're just getting back into the soccer. But this really kind of, you know, put me it kind of threw my mind off. I was like, well, what's going on? You know, and the Fletty, they played very well. Props to them. Very well done yes, by that sir. team. You know, came out with a point. But, you know. <laughs> Dean's like, yeah. oh, I, I mean, it was tight because I'm like, huh, do I want to lose for the sake of it because I dislike Real Madrid? And, or should I, or do I want Barca to win? And I was like, but I'm thinking, like, at the I same mean, time, it is a fight for the third and fourth spot because you got uh, teams like Sevilla right there. So I was thinking, like, a point is very important here. So it was a very chippy game. There was yeah. a lot of fouls, five yellow, uh, six yellow cards, I think, three penalty kicks. There was one moment early on, early on in the game where Costa took the penalty. He he missed it, but then Atletico was a rewarded to retake the penalty. Saul took it, and then they scored, and it was like it was a very interesting game. It was a, it was a very physical game. It was a very physical, yeah, for sure. And and Dean, let me like since you're a, we know you're a Barca fan. I'm like, not what, a what, Barca what you, fan. Yes, you are. Were you not a Barca no, fan? No, I'm not a Barca fan. I thought he was a Barca fan. Maybe, he's, damn. But I mean, like, still, like, think about like the the top four right now are like so close. So it's like a point is good. Like, no matter what, like both teams came out with points. Like, you didn't come out with no points. Like, you're you're coming out with something. You know. Right now, I'm looking at the the table, and you guys are. I mean, you're not you're not going to catch Barca or Madrid. Let's be honest here. Okay, you don't have to flex on me, man. Listen, <laughs> we get it. Barca. Right. Don't trash ass team. Not about to catch nobody. <laughs> Sit down, boy. Like, but the one team that I like, I think, and I will know is like Sevilla, two points behind you. Like, it's the matter of third or fourth place, and it's. I mean. Do you guys play Sevilla in the next couple of weeks? Let's see. Hold on. Let's look at the. They do not. Play. So yes, yeah, so, I mean you, you, you guys need to keep getting those those points, regardless if you're not playing Sevilla or not. Third and fourth place, like uh, Getafe. I think that's how you say their name. I'm probably butchering that. They are seven points behind us, but they're five points behind Sevilla, so you can't really count them out too much, mainly for the fourth spot. But I mean, both teams, like Atleti and Sevilla and Getafe, all great teams. So I mean, it's really. It, I think it's gonna come down to the wire to be totally Atletico honest with does you. play Getafe, like, by the way, on the road later on. So that could be that could be a defining game for you guys. I think Barca's gonna uh, is letting it slip from their hands. The title's just getting away. I mean, it is already away because Real's up by one point, but with the game in hand, the title just right out of their grasp right now. Yeah, I am very happy to hear you say that. That makes my heart. Shout smile, out to man. Messi Thank though, seven hundred goals. <laughs> I know, big. That's that was big today. Congrats to to Messi for 700 goals. It's a big, it's a big milestone for him. 700. And shout Jesus. out to uh, the penalty kicks for giving us the draw. Ronaldo, <laughs> <laughs> but in Atletico. Nah, I still think Celta Vigo's got it. I'm not even yeah. gonna lie. And, Andrew, Andrew, we already had this convo. Shut Espanol. up. Come on, man. We had this conversation already. Everybody. That was that, a fantastic grip. Oh my gosh, something needs to stop. Maybe in like. He's a huge Aspas guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Big <laughs> Aspas guy. I'm an Aspas enthusiast. Dude. Alright, also, one more thing. I don't even want to get into this, like, on an analytical level, but Sheffield United are out of the FA Cup and I'm sad. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was looking at the uh, the table. Um, props, shout out to Wolves for making the sixth place. Um, but that's tough. Yeah, no. That's tough. I feel bad. 
I feel bad. I am going all the way. Like, the, the brig was the worst thing that could have happened to them. They had all the momentum in the world, and then they just, I don't know, shat themselves. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Now, uh, if you hear my dog in the background, apologies. It should end soon. I'm just, I'm done trying to make him stop yapping. All right. This next segment. We're moving on. It's a little quiz segment, right? Usually, uh, it would be like five questions uh, doing this. No. Seeing as how, and somehow we didn't talk about it, Liverpool won the Premier League in between last episode and this one. So, in honor of that, we are going to look at the Liverpool squad, and I'm going to ask them who each player played for before they came to Liverpool. Oh, boy. Where did these guys come from? And, Dean, I recognize that this is pretty unfair. Game is a Liverpool fan. I believe now. So, listen, your points for everyone you get... You get 1.5 points. One and a half points is what each one of yours count for. And if you are stumped on one of the questions, you can, for a 0.5 point deduction, I will tell you the league the team was from. So, like, if the answer was Liverpool, I would be like, yeah, they're from the Premier League. And it'll just take off half a point on your answer. If you get it wrong, the other person has a chance to steal. And if they don't get it, then it sucks to suck. Are we ready? Uh, we'll we'll get it together as we go along. Alright. Um, Dean, as the away team, you can either go first or not. Your team won the Premier League, so kick it off. Okay. So the go first for. one is the goalkeeper, Allison. Allison came from Roma, right? That's correct. One point to Gabe. Alright. Alright, Dean, goalkeeper, Adrian. Where's he from? Oh, West Ham. That's correct. Well done. My boys. A staple of the EFL championship for years to come. Loris Carius. Oh, this is Gabe. The answer is not Besiktas. He was loaned there. Where did uh, Liverpool buy him from? Loris Carius. Okay, give me a second here. Um, you can take a, point, was, a half point deduction for the league. Uh, they said he was loaned to... When when Liverpool originally bought him, Yeah. who did they buy him from? You can uh, also just pass all together. You would, uh, pass. Damn, I, I knew I know the name, but I, I'm like totally blanking on it right now. All right, Dean, I'll pass. Would you like the league for a half point deduction? Mains. What was that? Mains. Ains. Mains from Germany. I'm probably butchering this team's name. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I can give that. <laughs> the answer was Mines. Mines. Yeah, don't give it. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, that was Gabe's. Mines. So, yeah. Dean, Virgil van Dyke. Oh, that's as easy. Uh, probably gonna get this wrong. Southampton. Oh, nope, uh, you got it right. You got it right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you got it right. Gabe. I don't know the Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> that's why yours are worth one and a half. It's currently one to three. Damn. Gabe. Yeah. Joe Gomez. Joe Gomez. Um, damn, I like don't know any of these players. But they, I just know they play for Liverpool. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Don't dare Google me. He's like, uh, oh, got it. Wait, hold on. Is it, is it there? Okay. He played for Charlton Athletic. It was Charlton. Yeah. 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 I knew it was like Charlton, but I couldn't figure out the last part. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would have just yes. given you Charlton. But okay. Fair. Fair enough. Like, yes. the answer for Karius was FSV Mines, but I would have just given him Mines. <laughs> All right. Dean. Hey, man, it's not my fault. I can't pronounce that name. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that wasn't the point I was trying I to make. I tried my best to not butcher it. All right, Dean. Joel Matip. Oh, this is easy. Schalke? Correct. You are on four and a half. Gabriel. Yep. Andrew Robertson. My man. I love that guy. He, Andrew Robertson, played for Hull City. 
Correct. Dean, we're looking for Fabinho. Yes, Monaco. Monaco is correct. All right, you're doing well. Your <laughs> questions are now worth one. Yeah. It's the same. <laughs> Gabe. Yep. Genie Wijnaldum. Oh, this is a toughie. Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, you were. Oh no. That was... Okay. Oh, I got it. Newcastle United. Yep. Yeah. I was about to say PSV, but I was like, no, 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 no. That doesn't suck. He started off in PSV. Yeah. Um, who's next? Uh, Dean, Nabi Keita. Lazio? No, Gabe, Nabi Keita. Nabi Keita. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Hold on. Uh, RP Leipzig. Yes. Alright, Dean. This one might be a little tricky. Jordan Henderson. Oh. Wait, I thought, I thought Gabe goes because he just, uh, stopped. Oh, yeah, wait, it is my turn. Oh, shit, my bad. Yeah, Gabe. Jordan, Jordan Henderson. Henderson. Jordan Henderson, <coughs> Conventry City. He it was, was on loan Coventry there. City. But it was on loan. <sighs> That's not who they got him from, though. Uh, who did they get him from? Coventry City is wrong. Dean, this is a tie-it. I'm not, wait, I'm behind? Yeah, bro. Wait, no, you're not. Oh, no, sorry, Gabe is behind. That was to tie-it. Dean. <laughs> Do I lose points if I don't want to guess it? No. No, you don't lose points, but you can, like, take a point deduction. Because I would say, I think I'm going to pass on this. All right. The answer was Sunderland. Quite sure how you I don't it. think I would have guessed that. <laughs> That's fair. All right. This is now... This is Dean's now, I believe? Yes. Yeah. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Arsenal. Arsenal's correct. Gabe, Adam Lalana. Oh, boy. Uh, he, um, oh, is it Bournemouth? It is not Bournemouth. Dean? I'm also going to pass on this. <laughs> I always looked at Lalana as a Liverpool yes, yes, OG. Like, it just seems like he's... Same. Lalana seems like the guy that just, like, just started at Liverpool and never yeah, left. Yeah, exactly. He's been there for a long-ass time. He yeah. actually came from Southampton. Uh, uh, this is, like, three times you said from Southampton. Is is this, like, Southampton 2.0? Yeah, really. It might be. Dean. Sadio Mane. Uh... Southampton? Correct. There you go. Oh my god! <laughs> this whole team, this is like, uh, this is like a Liverpool's minor league team. This is like, this is like, this is Liverpool and South Southampton. Hey, you want, you want, do you want Mane? Sure. Okay, we'll call him up. It's like they're, it's their G League affiliate. Oh my god. He said the G League affiliate. He said the G League affiliate. Uh, Gabe. Oh yeah. my god. Takumi Minamino. Oh boy, this, like, I'm gonna pass. I have no idea. There's some guys, I just, no idea. Dean? I I'm gonna pass. Looking for Red Bull Salzburg back in oh. January. Uh. uh, next is Dean. Bobby Firmino. Bobby. Hoffenheim? Hoffenheim is correct. Gabriel. Mohamed mm. Salah. Roma. That was also Roma. This one is for... This is the final one, and it's for four points. Oh, here we go. This is Dean's. Divock Origi. Lille. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I made it four points because if Gabe got it and Dean didn't, Gabe would have won. That's how all of these are going to go from now on, by the way. I hope you know that. But... <laughs> 
The final score of it doesn't have to make sense. Uh, thirteen to six, Dean. You are for the second week in a row. Wait, thirteen the winner to of the six. trivia segment. Holy crap! Oh really? my god, it's thirteen oh six. Yo! Yo! Oh my god! Yo! That's <laughs> I'm that's like blown. it's funny how the stars line up. It really is funny. That is true. <laughs> okay, that's because Gabe, I started with one point five points, and then Andrew was like, "All right, give them all." Yeah. Giving pity points out here. What the hell? Here's the thing. <laughs> I wasn't sure how Dean would do, and then I also expected Marab to be here. So I that thought that true. the points were going to distribute uh, more evenly. And I'm okay. not going to lie, if Marab was here, I feel like he was good. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I feel like he would have gotten the guys like Mina Mino. Uh, just, I don't know. I feel like he would have gotten those kind of guys. Yeah. He would have got the best corner center back in the world. Dayhop. Oh, yeah. We forgot about Lovren, bro. Oh, my gosh. Ah. Yeah. It's not that I did it on purpose, but I did. I don't think, I think he, he might be on his way out. Yeah. Oh, that I would just be, be terrible. Didn't he get um, YWNA tattooed on his knuckles, or was that someone else? I don't think he did. Someone got YWNA tattooed on their knuckles. It doesn't matter. All right, let's go do it for the trivia segment. And now we're going to move in to a new weekly segment, the Absolute Screamer of the Week. This is going to appear on our Instagram, at 1306FC. There's going to be a poll in the story and then the highlights for the rest of the week on the page, so y'all going to vote there and it's just going to come back um, on the next episode and we'll just reveal the winner. I, and Dean's probably going to win that too because the kid just wins everything, but it's fine. Yeah. I'm just lucky that Marab wasn't here this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably true. Marab, I don't want to sound very dark but thank you furniture <laughs> damn oh my god like that, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding like that. i'm just kidding bro nah, listen, I, listen i'm just kidding bro i'm just kidding but i i got lucky because listen I, like i said if he was here i feel like he would have gotten mina minu nabikita i feel like he would have gotten how many players on liverpool i feel like he would have gotten 100 percent I'm not totally sure he would have gotten Carius. Maybe he would have. But other than that, I would have backed Marab to get every single other one. Jordan Henderson as well. Yes. Yes. All right, Dean, you won the segment. So you can nominate your Absolute Screamer of the Week first. My Absolute Screamer of the Week is uh, from Bayern Munich versus Wolfsburg. Michael Koysens, who scored an amazing goal uh, from outside the box. A nice curler. So Michael Koysens is my Absolute Screamer. Douglas Costa's goal for, like, it was just... It was just like it was like so finesse too. Like he was like, oh yeah, like you know, no big deal. It's just like that. Sometimes they're just so good that they can just finesse it. All right, mine came on. I don't remember when it was. Lazio versus Atalanta. This made it two to two. Lazio had a two nil lead going into the half. Atalanta pulled it back to win the game three to two. The second goal they scored by this man named Ruslan Malinowski. Comes back out to the edge of the box, and he rifles it past Lazio's keeper, puts it in the back of the net. I was sitting on my couch with my hand above my head, and my jaw completely dropped. It was, for lack of a better term, an absolute screamer. And, of course, all the clips of these goals are going to be on 1306FC. You're, you're going to see, man, it just the power behind it. It was absolutely ridiculous. Damn near broke the netting. But those are our absolute screamers. Again, go check it out on at 1306FC on Instagram. And that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Absolute Screamers. Uh, despite what Dean says, Marab, we missed you. We did miss you. Hey, listen, <laughs> you, we need Marab back. <laughs> We need Marab. We do. We love, we love a bit of Marab Samad. And yes, 
Go ahead, <laughs> check us out on Twitter at 1306sports, on Instagram at 1306sports, at 1306fc on Instagram, at 1306gridiron on Instagram, at 1306mania on Instagram. It's a killer account, new to the 1306 family. Check out 1306sports.com. Just uploaded a new story. Uh, our own Tommy Mumau interviewed one of the signees for the New York Yankees in the latest draft. Uh, just like a get-to-know-you kind of article. Really, really cool. Again, just well done by him. Check out all the other podcasts on the site. Check out Travel in Peace, hosted by... Oh, God, who hosts that? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know who hosts that. Who, who does host that? Oh, yeah, me. Gabe Altier, right here, guys. Yes. Follow us, Travel Peace Podcast, as well on Instagram. Also, shout out Dean, I-95. Guys, go listen to that podcast. It's a great podcast. I-95, uh, always listen to our podcast. It's, of course, the best soccer podcast out there, the hottest soccer podcast out there, and also check out Agree to Disagree. That is true. We are the hottest soccer podcast out there. Do you see our freaking logo? There's flames coming out. Of the ball in freaking space. When you see our podcast, fire. (laughs) Do I cut that? I don't know if I cut that. (laughs) Okay. Um, But yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Any parting words, boys? Not much. See you guys later. It's just like the Elmo. What's the Elmo meme? The um, the Elmo gift, the one where he's standing like on top of the earth with the the flame. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Those are parting words. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I'm saying like I'm asking you. You know what I'm talking. Yes. Those are your parting words. Someone gotta check this guy out. It's fine. Hasta yeah, I know, really. la vista. <laughs>